0: The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of FlashBlack Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of FlashBlack or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Her ass was so fat you could see it from the front. front that's true. She spotted me like paparazzi, shot me a glance in a cat, cat woman stance with the fat booty dance. Hot damn! Hi, people. This is shit you might have missed on Flash Black Radio. <laughs> We're trying something a little new with the intro. <laughs> You're um, trying
0: something new. <laughs> it's okay. I'm enjoying it. Go ahead. Yeah. Proceed.
1: I just come here sometimes. You uh, just come here sometimes, too. You come every day. Uh, every day. So, uh... <coughs> you come every day. Lee had a lot of friends, and I've just got the voice. This is T-Rich. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Wait a minute. Introduce yourself before you get indignant. Uh,
0: my name is Da Vinci Parks, a.k.a. Lee Bennett Third, a.k.a.
1: Here come the whole tap.
0: <laughs> the whole tap whisperer. Although I didn't really understand, like, like I understood what, Hote- I'm Wait sorry. Christy. I apologize.
1: Because you secretly sympathize with them.
0: No, not really. No. Sometimes. No.
1: That lovely voice is K-Savage.
0: Yeah, that was K-Savage. You do, though. Uh, <laughs> do I? Is, is this yes. really, I'm like, are y'all being serious? Like yes. y'all being? Why did yes. I, think I sympathize with Hoteb's?
2: Secretly, you sympathize with them. Why would
0: I, why You're would like, I, why?
2: Because we, we all want to be better than we are.
0: So, are you saying that I'm a Hotep? No, like I'm Chuck. No.
2: I don't
1: I'm... think you're a Hotep. I don't think you're a Hotep. I think that secretly you sometimes sympathize with them. I think you just like. I don't
0: give any thoughts to them. I just think it's like funny. Have some
1: kind of Hotep type tendencies. Like what? Break it down. Some of me. the things you say, I'll have to bring them up when you say them. Okay. But, but sometimes when you're playing you know, like the they? Hotep's advocate,
0: like. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I feel, I feel like it's important. I, I feel like it's important to I like. I feel
1: like sometimes you genuinely
2: sympathize with their point of view. Okay. That's all I'm saying.
0: Okay. All
1: There's right.
2: nothing wrong with that. You know, toxic masculinity is something we've all been socialized into. Or yeah, I don't think, I'm, I'm, I don't I don't think, think you're
1: I'm... trying to like, you're not like walking up to women, calling them queens and dousing them in shea butter and lighting incense before running off with a white woman. You're not that deep into the hotepery.
0: I'm just I'm like this is and this is why I don't like really, I don't really do the whole Tep whisper thing anymore cuz I thought it was funny but at the night like right now what our whole tap Huh?
1: cuz you thought it was just a lame dude
0: yeah, I like I honestly, like until I watched <laughs> Dear White People so we were season two,
1: Dear White
2: People,
0: I like, like, I was like oh, is that what
2: whole tap is? I was it's like, a oh point shit, of view. it's an ideology. It's like, Yo, I'm
0: not that dude. So when I when I was watching, it
2: doesn't have to be dressed in dashikis either.
0: I didn't think that was the case, but like I just I, when okay. It's,
2: when, when it's not dressed in dashikis, we call it massage noir.
1: When I saw that scene, as soon as a guy start, as soon as a guy like got angry on the bench, I was like. I smell a ho bro. <laughs> and then as it went on, I was like, mm-hmm. When he was like, queen, she and she was down. like, well, what kind of queen? Yeah, when she he broke was like, down, Nubian she like, are you a ho <laughs> I said, is that what a ho is? It is. Nubian Honestly, I would not have yeah.
0: known. I was like, yeah. I, I just thought it was, yeah. I, I really, what Chrissy said, thought it was just like a lame dude.
2: Mm -mm. I I mean, I feel like we should address this whole queen and princess thing while we're on this. Princesses, do you know what they call princesses? Peace cows. You know why? Because they are things to be traded, to get your in-laws to not go to war with you. And and the way you seal that deal is you breed a baby. So, I mean, like we should not be telling anybody that they want to be a princess. And I mean, you know, does Elizabeth look like she's having fun?
1: No. Elizabeth is over this shit not at she's all she's like i thought i'd she be fucking like dead by now her
2: whole, right she look like she done spent her whole life repressed
1: all my upset, life i had to fight
2: having a smile even when all she wanted to do was cry in a dark room i Is mean
0: like seriously queen? elizabeth yes to, she to, does not
2: to. look happy I said she don't look happy. Does she look like she's having a good time? No, no, no. Because no, no, I said no, no, all my no. life I had to fight?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just waiting a minute. How she
1: that's how she looks. Wait, like, wait a minute. That is
0: how
2: she looks. That, that is exactly how her face just all looks all like. her life. She's been doing with some camera or some press or somebody else told her she should do.
1: I thought I'd be dead by now. I thought, you know, I'd wear this crown for a little while, wave to the people, and, you know, go on to meet whatever God of my understanding. But here I am. I done seen my son get married twice. I seen both my grandkids get married and have kids. I thought I would be dead. My husband just keeps getting his body parts replaced. I think he just had his hip fixed. Can we please he just, just go retired on to her? from public life? So they're talking like about she may like, because like, she's done.
2: Like, see, I don't know how old she is, but 93? I know somewhere. Somewhere around 90, my grandmother was like, yo, seriously, I could die right now and I am good. Like, like I don't, I'm not necessarily pressed to wake up tomorrow. And it wasn't like I'm ungrateful for my life. And I was like, well, why is this? I just wanted to ask because I was curious, although I suspected I knew the answer. And I did. She was like, everybody I know is dead.
0: Yeah, that's real. Like I've had the conversation. I've had the conversation with with my grandma, whatever, like a lot of her friends have passed.
2: Ten years before my grandmother said that, my aunt Lillian said it and didn't need to I didn't have to ask her why. She was like, Everybody I know is dead. My husband is dead, all my friends are dead, I'm stuck here, you know what I'm saying? And not that I don't appreciate the visit. She was like, But what the fuck? Like for what? (laughs) For what? I could totally die tomorrow. And I just feel like once you get a certain age like you're just tired i feel
1: like, uh, like you, know, know? you know scoot about the castle in her slippers and her robe <laughs> and just be like i don't give a fuck i don't feel like putting on no clothes she gotta you know still she still gotta put on the face and the hats and the, the oh, costume i think she
0: enjoys the hats though
1: i think she enjoys right. the hats but I mean, you know sometimes you just don't want to do shit you're i feel curious. like she wants you. to spend a, a couple of
2: days a week just drunk You know what I'm saying? Because she starts drinking. I think at like noon and she has like a a martini with lunch or something like that. And I'm not saying she's an alcoholic. I'm saying that
1: her whole
2: life has been personal appearances and having to present a picture of decorum. And I feel like if I was 93 years old and I had a shit ton of money, I would be looking around at my son like, yo, nigga, 10 years ago, I said abdication was for pussies. Tomorrow I'm like can I just be drunk on Sunday and not have to do anything and like cuz you know she also like the gamble can she just go to the horse races and bet
0: Press, will like, eat I'm, that I'm
2: sure up. all she want to do is be with her dogs in Scotland and bet on the races that's that's about where she's at now I want to you know say the last
0: uh <laughs> one of the last televised performances of Frank Sinatra like he had this real just like Ad-lib moment where he's like, I miss my friends. Because by that point, Dean <laughs> Martin was dead. Sammy Davis Jr. was dead. You know.
2: And Tony Bennett is fucking a 20-year-old, so he's no fun. Yeah. Is he? I yeah. mean
0: or, or is he just moving his neck a lot? Just like.
2: No, back then Tony Bennett was actually having a new baby back then when Frank when Frank Sinatra was still alive.
0: No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about
2: now. Oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs>
0: Like, like it was like like Quincy Jones like is Quincy Jones really like like knocking him down like that or is he just giving him a lot of neck movement like ha, ha,
2: ha, I ha, think ha. Quincy Jones is getting his dick sucked yeah,
0: right. I don't
2: even think Quincy pulling Jones pulling to get that Bob Barker is, I don't think he's giving out orgasms I think he's like quietly getting his dick sucked and maybe signing a rent check sometimes
0: I
1: don't think he's ever been interested in giving
0: out an orgasm ah uh, Quincy looked like he was a freak, and you know, I feel like Quincy was probably like into being like,
1: a freak and giving out. On I didn't. That, that doesn't things. mean he was giving no, out. No, 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 no.
0: But I didn't say did. I'm just saying I I was following that up with. Him. I think he he probably would have gotten off on that. I think. Well, I could be wrong. I don't. I've never really given any thought until we just had this conversation. Imagine some
1: 25. I don't know. Oh he's <laughs> <men are> so <laughs> Just like you whole separate. Like 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 slick limp dick for a rent check. Wow, okay. I, it's like, hard to call. He don't I look I don't to need.
2: me like a dude that's diving in to eat pussy just for the fun of it. So I mean, yeah. I they don't kinda, want
0: you to come. I kind of feel like <laughs> Quincy would have been into that shit. I do. I, feel, you I know, I, I,
1: I, f- this is how I feel. I feel like Quincy would have been into eating pussy, but kind of like Jake Steed used to do it. Who?
0: That's a porn dude. Yeah, but old like, school porn I, dude. I, but yeah, he didn't but but, do it
1: good. He go down there like uh, as obligatory. Uh, <laughs> Oh.
0: Look, <laughs> uh, I kind of feel like, because like we yeah. like, got yeah. like Quincy was a young dude, so he was he was you know there was a time when like you know anytime you want to do some freaky shit, it's like let's do it the way the French people do it because like you know it's it's like you know morale and all that other shit or whatever. So it just kind of feel like you know him being a young freer black dude able to do shit. I kind of feel, feel like, like Carlos
2: Santana show. would swim in your pussy, and Quincy Jones would be like all right, it's wet now. I'm going to put my dick in it. So
0: well, Carlos Fantana didn't have all that facial hair for nothing. He, he was catching something on that mustache. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Quincy Jones been smooth my whole life.
1: That's all I'm saying. Huh? I said, Quincy Jones been smooth my whole life. I'm saying, I feel like I feel
0: like he was probably, I'm, I just, okay. Yeah, Yeah. No. I don't know. I feel like you could ask Quincy and he would let you know on this stage. It was like, yeah.
1: I feel like I That's, don't want to ask him that. I was gonna say that didn't go well when somebody asked DJ Khaled. So let's just, you know, what people doing well, there? DJ
0: Khaled is—I don't, I don't know how to feel about him. I've, I've had mixed feelings about DJ Khaled for a very long time. I just—I just feel like sometimes I—I I, I feel like after I've seen him do our, um, interviews for a while, I feel like okay, he—he he does, like really like you know, appreciate and does identify with hip hop music. But at the same time, I just kind of feel like some of the ways he comes across is kind of like caricature. Like car- We're like, we the best. You special. You important. Like, dude. I know you know how to articulate better than
2: that. He says that. Yeah, I don't. Even, I don't I he has these whole
0: things. He has. He has like. He has like. Um. Like. Uh. Social media things where like you know he'll do like these DJ Khaled. Um. Um. The keys. Old.
1: Keys yeah, of I, life.
0: I Major something. key. Major, Major Key, yeah. something like that, where he'll basically try to, like, like motivational type thing, whatever. And like, you know yeah, how I found out about important. that? you important.
2: I found out about that because somebody on NPR follows him on Instagram, and they're so in love with that that they did a story about it. Even before the book came out. Because he wrote a book, right? I no did he? So, um yeah, he? was. I don't was, follow DJ It's follow. a podcast or something I was watching. I watch not care him. not about DJ um, I just feel like... Um, I, I don't I'm think old. you should.
0: you can be too good to eat your own girls. Yeah.
2: I'm old like, and I don't I don't do that that. Internet. I can understand
0: that if you don't want to do that to groupies, but if it's your wife,
2: I mean that's your business. Everybody don't suck. I'm seeing that everybody doesn't. But what eat. is the use?
1: <laughs> Why but you got that mouthful?
0: <laughs> Why like 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 for real? Like come on, man. I'm
1: just saying it's 2018. I it's 2018. That's tell all I'm you saying. Suck a dick.
2: That's Lord, all can saying. we get that on a paper. If
1: today? I don't want to suck your dick, I'm not gonna fuck you. So, like, exactly. hey, No, and I'm not.
0: No, Chris, exactly. I'm not mad at that. No. That's, that's kind of like, that is- that's kind like the the, the the rationale I've had. Like, like, you know, to a certain degree, like, if you could stick your your, your dick in something, but you can't stick your tongue in it, whatever. Like, what are we talking about? Here? What are we
2: talking about? Like, that's a pre-qualifier for now, me. B- so, granted,
0: I- though, I use I use condoms religiously for very, 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 very long time. So, I like, don't know,
2: understand that where uh, he's coming from who, on that.
0: Who, Calvin?
2: Yeah, but that, but that's between
0: um, you know, you know, like he, you know, there, there are people like I can see if it's culturally, if it's like you know, West Indian, I understand, like you know, there's some, you know, overtly, well, you don't want to put out there that I mean, you do that.
2: Could, could it but, be cultural for him? Yeah. I mean, it could
0: be, but I don't think it is. I, th- I just think he just doesn't want to look like you know, I, I, there's some he people said, who want don't to don't do that. Uh, I think some people just want to like they want to be macho. I'm like that's not macho. Too. Eating
1: pussy is quite macho.
0: I don't see anything. Uh, right eat a pussy suck t- a dick. People that,
1: think yeah. that
2: if you eat pussy, you're not macho. I'm. I've never heard before.
0: I, I, I have. I've heard it. In, I've heard it. In, like first of all, hip hop actually breathes that sentimentality. Actually, I've heard it in a lot of songs. Actually, known- I, I'm a big Hell to Skelter fans. And one of the lines that Big Rock said, "I don't eat coochie. Can't you see I'm just too macho."
2: I oh, I didn't know that. Now, I've heard I've known people who doesn't don't eat pussy because, like, the fact that it bleeds grosses them out. And, so you cows. know, like, on the one hand, you know, <laughs> to each its own. On the other hand, you came out of bloody pussy, so, I mean, you know. I don't know. Was it bloody? when you... sorry, sorry. Yeah, we all come know. out of bloody pussy unless we're C-sections, and even then, you know what I'm saying, it's you still try to make belly. your way down the canal before somebody yeah. stopped you. So, um, I don't know. I just, all this, like, People being afraid of something that they're a product of confuses me.
0: <sighs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I'm I'm just, you know, yeah. I don't know how we got on this.
1: I don't know. Cause that, DJ
2: Khaled don't eat pussy. Yeah, I think, it,
0: I think it took a track from Quincy Jones. Oh, Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <Interesting. laughs> you know how we got on that. I don't, I don't oh. know how it took that track, but okay. Uh, there's a lot of speculation involved.
2: Oh, um, since we're talking about dirty old men, Morgan Freeman.
1: Not surprised. <sighs> Disappointed, not surprised. I, I mean, they, they played uh, some piece of an interview where some pregnant woman was interviewing him. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I wish I was there like, when she got pregnant.
2: So here's my question. Because <laughs> yeah. I saw I, that one. Okay. I, I saw the, the headline because I haven't even bothered to read these accusations anything like that Um, it didn't say right so I was just kind of like uninterested I was like and and then I saw an article that said that he shouldn't be put in the same category as Harvey Weinstein because he's basically just a dirty old man that's borderline creepy Mm -hmm. that's what the title implied and I was like I could go for that because I could see him being someone who would say a whole bunch of comments that
1: I could totally see Morgan Freeman being a man
2: yeah, and but not only <laughs> that, I, I, I feel like as a I feel like the age difference between us, like he's what, like probably 30 40 years older than me. I feel it's like he's at he least would say 130.
1: No, nah, I, I think more than like,
0: like close like out he would
2: say something gross to like Anybody? a lot of younger women, and half of them would just be appalled, and half of them would be like, Oh, right, you're like my grandfather, you don't know better, and just kind of keep it moving. And I'm not saying that makes it okay,
1: I just feel like.
2: Just it's not creepy? the same as
1: masturbating into a pot. Yeah. And I feel like, you Excuse know, me. I'm sorry, a plant, not a pot. Sorry. A, a, plant. D-
2: a, a dude trying to get a free feel or, you know, being opportunistically creepy and just dirty old man ish on set is a lot different from like, Oh my God, I think this nigga really not going to give me this job if I don't suck his dick. Like, like, I just feel like they're, they're they that they are, it's a spectrum and like none of the spectrum is harmless, but some of the spectrum needs to be just kind of like chided and like, we need to keep it moving.
0: Uh, also like, I, 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 I also feel like we're in a very like interesting period where like just the allegation of something without having any additional information. Like for example, like we were actually going to have a conversation um, about the young lady, This is not necessarily tied directly to it, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Um, Last week, there was a a story that we didn't get a chance to talk about because we just ran over about the young lady who said that a a police officer uh, Uh. raped her, and then they released the video. And the video didn't actually coincide with any of what she was well, not any of, but it didn't coincide with what she was saying. And Sean King, even went so far who actually reported the the thing in the first place, went so far as to like uh, basically retract his statement. Like, okay, like okay, we supported you, and like you know basically, um, we supported you because you thought you were victim, but you actually made this officer a victim. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It became a whole thing, or whatever. And this is kind of like. I'm saying, like, I I, I I, did see the headline with regard to Morgan Freeman, um, that people use their position to, I mean, I, honestly, it's like, I think to a certain degree, it's just people just being who they are, and it just, their celebrity probably heightens it more, so I don't excuse the behavior, but... Um, I'm, I'm just, I, I try, I'm trying to be very like, you know, patient in terms of like the information that comes out in terms of like how we want to like actually look at the behavior. Like the Weinstein thing after the tons, I mean, like, it was a hundred plus women from Weinstein that have come out. I mean, that right there, it's, it's, it's immediately more damning than you know, eight women who feel as though he was inappropriate. Uh, I
2: feel like drugging, raping, you know, like forcing people to watch you masturbate is just, again, it's a spectrum. All of it is problematic. All of it is harmful on some levels, but like, we really have to figure out, you know, what we're going to call out on the extreme. And I think that like, you know, in a lot of weird sort of ways, you know, this is definitely not as blurred as the issue with Aziz Ansari, but I think that you know it, it's it's kind of along the same lines of, you know, there are actually real people out there that are doing like real serious harm to people, and I'm not saying that these people did not have uncomfortable moments with Morgan Freeman, but I'm saying that why are we taking the oxygen that we could be using on I think, you know people don't, matters. I, I think on, I
0: think I think there is um a very real possibility that there's some people who don't understand like like the other like end call, of it. The other end out of the spectrum
2: culture, Call out culture is dangerous. And that's why we need to call culture our call out culture. Like okay. to just be calling people yeah. out like yeah, hey, yeah. That, that that shit is dangerous in the sense that we have to actually, you know, understand what we're talking about. And if we're talking about things on The least harmful end of the spectrum, then we need to be careful about how loudly we call those people out. And perhaps that's a call out that you have in person with somebody because the moment is there as opposed to, you know, like everybody flocking to the press, because I feel like this, what, what, okay. So what is the recourse for Morgan Freeman's victim?
0: Yeah, well then but that's what exactly I was going to get into because I feel like that, and I'm glad you mentioned the disease and sorry things, I was thinking that, um, Like, the Aziz sorry" thing, like, I think a lot of people looked at the basic information that was presented because we, again, talked about that on Flashback. I wasn't really familiar with it until you guys broke it down and I read up on it afterwards. And based upon the information that was provided, it's like, okay, she had a, a, a situation that she put herself in and she could have extricated herself from, but she chose to stay and she chose to participate in it. And she seemed like she was retroactively regretful about the situation. But... That doesn't make him, you know, what she painted him out to be. You know what I mean? So it's... it's, it's, it's right.
2: It's, and, and so I... But,
0: question, but it's like at the same time, you haven't seen Aziz Asari. I don't think I've seen him in anything since those allegations. Like like he just got the I award mean, for Master Nun, None, like, you know, like like an Emmy or something like that, mm-hmm. right? I
2: don't I'm think sure I've seen him
0: in anything since then.
2: I'm sure he's laying pretty low you know and i think like the flip side of that is like you have this article that came out in the new york times with the interview with the cast of uh arrested development mm-hmm. and they're talking to jeffrey tambor about you know what's going on with oh,
0: transparent transparent. and,
2: Joe. Transparent. and yeah. then of course they get into you know he had some kind of scene on the wall on, on the on the show with i think her name is jessica walters i know her last name is walters i think her first name is jessica i'm not sure but they he had like the scene on the set with her where he like screamed at her, you know, to the point where in the interview, when they're talking about it, Everyone is trying to minimize how bad it is. And the whole entire time, she just keeps saying, but I've never had anybody talk to me like that on the set. I've never had anybody treat me like that. And that's all she keeps saying. She doesn't even talk about how bad it is. And I feel like it just reading the transcript flashed me back to the Khalees interview where it's like, even though you're saying that this thing happened to you and that it was really bad, you're still not even talking about how it really affected you because you're still so traumatized and then quite frankly in a hostile environment you know she's surrounded by her co-stars all the men are defending him all of them are saying they're not going to do another uh, season without him meanwhile he'd been kicked off of one show because mm-hmm. he's problematic as fuck he then had a scene where he basically she, she said in the interview he humiliated her on set because he yelled at her so badly and it's just like you know that is the kind of thing where like he's making a workplace toxic and it is systematic and he has co-stars supporting him, you know, and I I feel like that is something that definitely needs to be called out. Okay. So I feel like there's a real serious difference between what's going on with Jeffrey Tambor on his set and the problems that are being talked about with transparent and how the uh, that translates into his behavior on arrested development. And again, Morgan Freeman, his, pro- his his behavior is problematic. But from what I'm seeing, I'm not seeing in any of the headlines that I'm reading that like he's making a really hostile workplace for people. I'm sure that there are uncomfortable moments and nobody likes to have uncomfortable moments. But I think we, one of the discussions that we need to have is what's the difference between an uncomfortable moment where you could probably work it out between the two of you with mediation and an actual hostile workplace? Because there is a real difference between those two things. And on the one hand, it may seem that they're subjective, but on the other hand, they're really not.
0: Um. So. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think there are a lot of things you can throw in there. I think, again, I think Z Zizan Ansari was a good thing to throw in there. I also think Kevin Spacey in terms of, like, their allegations against Kevin Spacey, but no charges have been filed. But, you know, they chose to, like, remove him from the show very quickly.
1: Also, and- George Takai. George Takei? Uh
0: the uh, the Star Trek dude. Yes,
1: he was a, accused of, I think, like, drugging and raping someone. Really? Like yes. 30, George Takei? 30, wait a minute. 30 mm-hmm. or 40 years ago, this guy was like, oh, you know, he, like, raped me and drugged me. And it just came out that the guy said, like, yeah, that didn't happen.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I, was I made it up. And, 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 that, and that's part of, like, the whole thing of calling people out. And then there's also... To go up to the other end of the spectrum with Chrissy in terms of like people willing to go to bat for people and bad behavior, there's the Azalea Banks and Russell Crowe situation. Which actually happened. Well, which wasn't like a situation where there's sexual assault, but there was physical assault, apparently. You know, in terms of him. He
1: berated her and spit on her.
0: I heard she also said he choked her.
1: Oh, did he choke her as well? That, that's,
0: that's what she said. And, and also,
1: RZA was there and did nothing.
0: Oh, no, but not just that, but according to RZA, I mean, according to Azalea Banks, he denied it at first and he backed did. Russell Crowe. And then he turned around and then later on said it happened. Mm-hmm. Which is like, that's like, wait a minute. Like, dude, like.
1: I mean, Azalea Banks is problematic, but no one deserves that. And if it happened, right. you know, if even if at that moment you don't want to come to her rescue because that's how some of y'all are. Um, you know don't and even if you don't want to get in it just you know stay out of it but don't get in it and lie and perpetuate the lie and then make right. it seem like you know you know everybody's looking at her and she's like you know this thing happened and it was uncomfortable and it was not right and then come back later like oh yeah you know I lied that happened yeah. right and I, and I think with
2: Kevin Spacey the thing about his allegations that leave a bad taste in my mouth was his response to them was oh yeah I'm gay and mm-hmm. it's like Mm, I, that's not not I didn't do that not no, was there was I did forget, I forgot that he tried to pull that, that, that card that. like he, we didn't know that actually, shit already right he tried to throw out a distraction and I feel like that kind of like just kind of fuckery like there's no other word for that that's just fuckery like cuz you're trying to change the conversation in a way that first of all nobody gives a fuck if you're gay or not like oh, it's 2018 really yeah, you're coming out of the really. closet you think that's going to be the thing to make this go away no. So I feel like he. And he actually totally...
0: came out of the closet kind of soft because he's like, yeah, I like enjoy the company of men and women. But right now, I just really enjoy the company of men. And here I am, but not really, yeah. but kind of. But like, yeah, let's obfuscate. Yeah, I so,
1: couldn't have assaulted these women.
2: He, right. And, and so, like, I feel like he just. Like that to me is what makes him problematic is this actual response to what happened. And to be perfectly honest, if I was an employer, his response would make me be like, yeah, you can't come back because like you, you, you not saying nothing. Like I need you to at least admit or deny you know what i'm saying like you need to do one or the other but when you just try and change the conversation in a way that's like you think you maybe are going to change the subject but you really not because that's not even something that's a topic of conversation anymore like i i, I can't respect that and, and it also was a
0: delay in that. response too so it wasn't like the like the drake response to push teeth would happen in less than 24 hours it was like it was like it was some, it was some days that went by before uh <laughs> before he responded and he came over there. so I have to can think if you take that long to
1: that,
0: uh, we we can. I uh, just you know, sure. I mean, like, like, on
1: the mic, you probably have more to say. I mean, honestly,
0: know. I heard that, I heard both of them, And Honestly, I think I don't, I don't I, a lot of people are really happy about this Drake disc. I just I'm not overly impressed by it. That's just me. Who wrote I, it? Huh? Who wrote it?
2: Does it matter?
0: It needs to for this. Well, uh, you need to speak directly into the mic, sir. If you're going to, if you're going to speak on it. I line. said for this, it, it would need to matter. If he's, if he's going at you, I would need to know who's behind his bars. Cause I don't think it's him.
1: I don't think it matters.
2: So I
0: think,
1: I, I think I, here's I the thing. Do. I think one, everybody knows Drake has ghostwriters. Um, that's fine. Whatever. Drake is Andy Warhol. But also. Wait, I th- Andy Warhol I didn't do his own paintings? No,
2: Andy, the factory is literally called the factory because there was a bunch of motherfuckers, mostly grad students, making those paintings. I did not Andy know Warhol that. made almost none of them.
1: I think the, the difference, though, is, you know, if you want to have a, a bunch of ghostwriters, you know, getting together and making sure you have a hot album, great. But personally, and this is just my opinion, personally, I feel like if you're going to, like, get For into the fun. whole realm of, like, battle rapping, you need to sit down You need to pin your own shit because I feel like that's. Tell him how
0: I feel, son. (laughs) Yo, I'm mad right now, son. Tell him how mad I I am, son.
1: I just feel like it's a little bit different than like, oh, you dissed me, so I'm gonna have my big brother come fight you. Like that's what it feels like to me. Like you, you got into this play, this play yard scuffle with someone you couldn't handle, and it's like, oh, big brother, come fight this person for me. And then it's like, yay, I'm victorious. But like, are you? Really? I,
0: I I will I will simply say my two cents and now because Chris you feel like you have a lot you want to say. I don't have that much I want to say on it. So I'll just say this. One, I do feel like it was a good response. I feel like it's a it's a solid 16 bars. It was funny, or however many bars it was. I think it was solid. Um and the thing is well, I mean, Drake has always got a good delivery. What I will say is this though. I do think being able to write your own bar, especially in the realm of a disc, as as the kid just said, I think is very important. Well, uh, just as importantly, man, if you if you contrast that with, say, how, like, J. Cole went at Lil Pump and all these other cats, whatever, I think that is a much sounder diss record.
1: Oh. Also, think, but wait, but I wait, think but wait, J. hold Cole on. J. Cole
0: diss like, like, that shit right there was...
1: Hold on, though, because there's, like, another development to the whole J. Cole Lil Pump thing. They had to
0: sit down. Yes, yes. they did. And he basically sunned him. Like, he like, basically
1: like, sunned him on some mentorship kind of stuff. That's
0: how that's how the disc record but, was, though.
1: Yes, but this is like no, because he was like, you know, you called me, you know, you wanted to put me on Facetime, and I was like, nah, I ain't doing that shit, cause you're an internet troll, and you're just gonna put this up on the internet. But the we can sit thing. down and we can talk. And they talked, and Lil Pump was like, this dude playing with feet, you know, he's like rattling ice in his cup, and he's just, you know, he look, he's 17, and he looked 17, and he was just like. Um, yeah, yeah, nah, nah. I mean, yeah, and like J Cole is like talking to him, like, yeah. So you know, why'd you do da 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 da? So did this make you feel this way? Did it make you feel this way? Is this how you got to here? It he was just like I don't know, I, I mean, I don't really. so it's like all of that fuck J Cole, fuck J Cole shit you was doing miss me with that yeah because you be- had the opportunity you sitting right there you had the opportunity to break just as bad as you wanted yeah. to and
0: as these is say keep that same energy
1: keep that same, keep energy. That same energy it was not present not at, at all, all. I, mean, that, that, I mean that was that was a point where i was like cam am i missing something or is he not saying words he's just Cole like said uh, an interview
2: But because my guess is that he don't have no real beef. I think a lot of times these people don't have no real beef with each other. They just like to say a name. They think somebody is an easy target. And I think the thing that I like about Drake is that people think he's an easy target. And I don't actually care if he's writing his rhymes or not. I will get into that for... In, in a minute but I think what I like about him is that like you keep coming for him like he an easy target and he keeps showing y'all that he got like a 24-hour response time and I feel like y'all should leave him alone because whether he's writing them or not he got somebody on speed dial and like that in and of itself that that is the embarrassment part the fact that he could get somebody to write a bar about you that fast is just as embarrassing as if he wrote the bar himself
0: I mean at the end of the day I will say this However you however Drake responded, whatever, and again, I, I will I will say that I think it was a good response. It was sound, as clean as crisp, it was concise, it was all those things. End of the day, Pusha T gave him two and a half bars. That's it. Two and a half bars. So he gave him two and a half bars and this is the type of response you have. It's kind of like, okay, so you really in your feelings about it. and like it like, really it wasn't even about Drake. It's more so about baby. And like I don't think anybody should really in this particular point in time. Unless you, like, directly associated with Baby, like, you part of Baby's family. And a lot of people might be interconnected with Wayne and Baby. I like the way he did Wayne and has been doing Wayne and a lot of the artists on that label is very clear and very out there. And everybody knows what it is. The fact that Wayne is suing Baby and has been suing Baby for a long time, I don't think it's anything for, like, you know... There's no confusion about that. It's a very transparent thing. Like, Baby's not paying his artists. He doesn't pay a lot of the engineers, producers. Doesn't pay a lot of the writers. He basically pockets a lot of the money. We know this. It's not. This is not anything scandalous or salacious. I'm not saying anything where I have to put a disclaimer. This shit is on record at this point. You know what I'm saying? And this is on record by the people who have been closest to him. This is somebody called himself Birdman Junior. You know what I'm saying? So, like, for him to be putting that out there, so I just think. Pusha T and Meek Mill are two different animals. Meek Mill is not a lyricist, in my opinion. That's just my, my opinion. I'm not shitting on Meek Mill. Meek Mill definitely has a lane. There are a lot of people like Meek Mill. Definitely. He does. Everybody. I mean, he wouldn't have. You wouldn't know who Meek Mill was if he didn't have lane. Now, whether or not he appeals to you,
1: always yelling. The, like
0: I was saying that yesterday to Cam. I said, like said I feel like he yells ears way, ears way too yelling. much. I feel. I,
1: mean, I don't. So he, I mean, really, I'm not really familiar with any Meek Mill songs <laughs> outside of church. But anytime I hear him, I'm like, uh, who's that yelling? Oh,
2: sorry. I have no, tried no, to listen, and it has just been like that hurts my. Why are you? No, who he reminds
0: me of? He reminds me of like a. A Memphis Bleak that got further down the road. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not shit. First of all, let, let's be clear. When Memphis Bleak came out on Coming of Age on Jay Z's first album, I was like, Yo, Memphis, this dude sound hungry. I'm like not this even dude.
1: Laughing. That
2: the Memphis Bleak Park. It was the further
0: down the road. Cause Memphis Bleak, I thought man, I thought he was gonna be like that dude. Like he he came out on coming of age and he had like a really good verse. He bounced really well off of Jay. He had a couple good bars here and there on some Rockefeller shit. And then he had like the um um his soul album. And I was like, How many drugs can you sell, nigga? That's literally my response when I'm listening. How much drugs can you sell, nigga? Maybe like they know that. I literally turned the album off because I can't I can't process like 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 you really not selling that many drugs. It's like at this point I have to like tune this out. So like from like I feel like Meek Mill was kind of like in the vein of a Memphis Bleak who who just got more traction. Um I could that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't, I don't I'm not shitting I think Memphis Bleek is probably more lyrical to be honest, but um I just just feel like Meek, he has his lane. I'm not mad at the kid and I think, you know, he does what he does and people like him. That's cool. I don't really get into Meek Mill like that, but that's just me. Um, But I think Pusha T, while he's very, I hate to say the word one-dimensional, but I have to be fair and keep it honest because that's what I was saying yesterday with my brother Cameron, uh, who you just heard earlier. I feel like Pusha T is very much, you know you're going to hear drug culture when you hear his music. That's pretty much it. You want to hear drug culture? You might hear something about women, but it's in the reference and it's through the scope and the lens of somebody who's talking about drug culture. You know what I'm saying? So you get that. But that nigga Pusha T got bars though, son. So I, I feel like I don't think Pusha T would have like done the two bars if he didn't have another 24 in the chamber. That's how I feel. So I feel like this is not a Meek Mill. Like I don't think Meek Mill knows how to like do a proper battle rap because of his age. Like Pusha T is forty-one years old. He understands like, like rap beef. Yeah, I mean, think about Eclipse. Eclipse was, has been out. For, was out like when Nard. Like you know, like grinding. Neptune. Exactly. I mean,
2: so, I forget. I'm old sometimes.
0: So no, 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 no. So like, no. Like I'm Pusha right T. Off. Pusha T understands like you know, like the 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 mechanics and that what the ins and outs of what beefing is. You know what I'm saying? He came into the game at a time where like beefing was like What's beefing? kind of a way to get on. 'Cause like, you know, that's like in a fifty cent era. That's like, you know, fifty cent really kinda changed like some of the dynamics of hip hop by like, okay, I'm going to get popular by trolling this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna that's how I'm gonna get popular. I'm gonna troll well, he's not the mad rapper. There's actually a mad rapper, as a producer, but you know, same premise. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like it's how he got on. So I feel like I don't know. I I I all these people like, yeah, like, you know, like the demise of Pusha T and like Doing all this, like, I think it's y'all calling us. Y'all, y'all getting way Oversighted I mean, I've seen for like to me, like a great disc record is the bitch and you by common. Like, if anybody doesn't know what a disc record is, like, pull up the bitch you on YouTube by common. Cause that right there lets you know, like, that basically, like when my cousin told me it's like, yo, his way of explaining was like, yo, he was talking about Ice Cube, like it was another nigga named Ice Cube. <laughs> I was like because Ice Cube is a lyricist like people I understand he's west coast and people look at west coast a different way than they look at east coast lyricism Ice Cube is a lyricist and a storyteller he knows how to put the bars together and we know he knows how to diss people because he didn't know Vaseline which to me is one of the greatest diss records of all time so when you get somebody like that that gets bodied on the bitch and you buy Common who at that time was about like a peace and love rapper you know what I'm saying those are diss records but J. Cole did was a diss record. It was high minded. It's like yo, I'm gonna shit on you, but I'm making it look like I'm doing it out of love.
1: And right. the bad
0: part was, it actually was. You definitely do that. Out of love. Yeah, it was actually out of love, but it made it worse. So you know what yeah. I'm saying it's like, like yo, like I hope you have. I hope you get to buy your mama house. You know what I'm saying I'm glad you got out your mama house. I hope you get to buy your mama house. Like you know, like get your priorities in For check. For
1: your sake, I hope you're not dumb as you look.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. So I mean. I, I get everybody's excited about this whole Drake thing. I'm just not I'm not buying into it as much as the next man is. That's just me. This is what I will say. I thought it was funny that Drake sent Pusha T uh an invoice. Him and Kanye. That's after Pusha T said send the invoice. Mm-hmm. So he said, like, Yeah, if you're saying we owe you money, then send an invoice. That that's like like basically I'm not tripping off any money you say we owe you. We got that. And they do. They do. It's a hundred thousand. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, is anybody else bothered by the artwork that Kanye commissioned for Pusha T's Oh,
0: The Whitney Houston? Uh, It's inappropriate, I would the say. The
1: question
2: is, is Pusha T bothered? I don't think so. Well, see, now that's the real problem.
1: I just want to go on record also saying I have not listened to it. I've not listened to Pusha T anything.
0: Uh, well, could, I, I, I not heard it yesterday to, on the to solo. I, like so. The
1: conversation
2: went like, what do you want for your album cover? And he said something like what well, Whitney Hotel Bathroom looked like. You know, I know probably what I'm saying? Uh, no. and, they tried to st- and they tried to stage it because they had a photograph and they bought that to replace it. So I just feel like, okay, so you tried to stage something and it just didn't look as convincing as the original. So fuck it. We're How would people to know? the original.
1: I don't know. At some point he made the statement, um, I just saw the artwork for my album.
0: Yeah, and I think I think that's probably a Kanye thing. I don't think Kanye
1: paid like eighty five thousand. Yeah, he did.
0: Picture. Yeah, I I don't think I, I like honestly.
1: Saying, sorry, saying like, oh, you have to have this picture because you have to have this picture to to visualize the album. It goes so well with it. Like,
0: yeah, I I, I don't think because I but Pusha T's album covers. I mean, they're not really like one of those album covers. Like you look at it like, oh, yo, that's a Pusha T album cover. It's not like you know, like you know the Nas. It was written on... Illmatic album covers You know what they are When you see them You know the big Ready to Die cover He doesn't have any Iconic album covers Pusha T I'm talking about
1: Does he have Iconic albums? Uh, Pusha T
0: has had Some good albums I
1: didn't say good I said iconic No So Ready to Die Was iconic Yeah Life After Death Was not To be fair no
0: I mean Clips has had Some some good albums But I wouldn't say
1: iconic
0: Not iconic Not iconic Iconic is rarefied air So I, I would not say that um, I, I think Clips is actually on a on the forefront of trap music. Mm. And I'm saying for a very long time, although they let them get credit, you know, for their, their their role in it. But you know, I, I still think like Ti is still probably the the progenitor
2: of trap like music. But I feel like Kanye misses calling. Like, really, what he should have been was a fucking art student somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Because the reality he was. is, he doesn't in high actually, no, he, need, he, he needed to be like an MFA student somewhere. He needs to be selling work in galleries and shit like that. Like, he reminds me of Damien Hirsch. At this point, I don't even think Kanye really sees himself as a musician. I really think that Kanye is in love with museum art. And I feel like, as a, and I say this because I was an art history major in college. You know, I've worked in museums. And I feel like he he's trying to curate this body of work. And I feel like Kanye sees himself putting stuff together in the long term. Like, I mean, he's super grandiose. You know, he thinks he's the shit. And I feel like he wants to put together this body of work that's looked at in retrospective long after he's dead. And he people will be he thinks that people will be able to see his genius. And maybe they will. I mean, I think that some of the stuff that he does is really commentary. I mean, you know, like it seems really trashy you know, from a commercial perspective that he would pay all this money for this photo to be somebody's album cover. But I also feel like Kanye sees himself as this artist and he's looking at this being some kind of commentary and it'll tie into, you know, whatever the lyrics on the album are, even if it's just about trap culture and, you know, ultimately what that is. And I feel like the problem with Kanye is that he's making work that does not require artist statements. And like at this point, he needs to be making, he's making work that requires a little a plaque on the wall that says, this is what this is about. So that you can actually appreciate the fact that there is real thought in this. It's just that like, you have to be thinking a certain kind of way. And if you don't think like a visual artist, if you're not thinking about how museums and exhibits are put together, then you probably don't really understand how he's thinking. And that's part of the problem is that he's selling pop culture to not a pop. I mean, he's trying to sell, you know, high art to a pop culture audience. And they are looking at him like, Nigga, we don't get you.
0: So I mean, I, I think to in response to that, like
2: plus wait, plus he off his meds.
0: Yeah. So I, I think in a, in a two part response, uh, there's a lot you just said, but um, just trying to respond to a couple things. One, I think that a lot of artists do look at it from like there is a visual. Like I think Janelle Monet is a very good representation of somebody who has a a a theme. And an idea that they try to run with and they try to like, you know, for like using the term to use, curate that that vision and try to apply. Like, you know, and that's why she had like a, an emotion picture that she affixed or attached or attributed to uh, her uh, her latest her latest work. The other thing is... Um, also,
1: with, a lot of people started doing that after Beyonce did it.
0: Yeah, fair enough. And, uh, another thing, and that's what, that's what I was about to get back into, I think... The understanding that you can actually make statements that actually fortify and clarify your positions or your vision or your conceptual whatever can be done through the video, and the video has kind of been not as important. There used to be a TRL nice back be. in the day, you right. know what I mean, and it's like it's like the visual, the video medium kind of fell off, and I think people are like, okay, they're kind of rediscovering and saying. We can actually have many movies and get all these things across, and not spend a shit ton of money to do it because we can do it on uh, on lower budget equipment. We have these thoughts. We have like you know, um, After Effects and stuff like that that we can um, post production we can do to uh, to get all these things across. And I think um I think that I think that's what people are going into. So I mean, I'm not necessarily mad at you know looking at things from Like how you were saying, it was, it's just like, I think Kanye lacks awareness and consideration for how things would be received. I think he looks at it like people are just supposed to automatically get.
2: Well, I think that's part, I think that's part of the problem. And the reason why I said like Damien Hirsch is because, so Damien Hirsch is this dude, he makes this obnoxious art, it sells for obscene amounts of money. But like, you know, he made like a cat, he had a calf that like an actual, goat calf that he had the horns and the hooves gilded and it's in a big ass tank of formaldehyde and it's got a title on it and I think it's long as fuck and it's a commentary on something you know what I'm saying and he sold it for like you know 80 or 90 million dollars something obscene like that but like I think that Kanye thinks in those kind of terms but the problem with Damien Hirsch is that Damien Hirsch is only making art for a certain small percentage of consumers and none of those people are in the pop culture market and i think that kanye has really veered out of his lane in the sense that like he got these super high art sensibilities that really only yeah, appeal okay. to that I agree either with. to either art historians museum curators or people who are buying high-end art you know what i'm saying but the problem is you know what i'm saying that you sell cds to people <laughs> and you sell concert tickets oh, sure. and they're not for that shit you know what i'm saying like like and i think that he's really veered out of his lane and if he wants to play with conceptual art then he needs to actually make little conceptual art videos and try and sell them to moma but he needs to stop you know what i'm saying making music to sell to the mainstream
0: yeah no no that that actually okay so i i agree with that actually somebody
2: like
0: yeah or both um somebody actually liked the comment that i I put on facebook and i can't i don't even know when i made this comment but it's a long time ago and i was like what are they i don't really i don't really i'm not really on social media as much as i should be but anyway i digress i went back and read this comment it's basically about kanye and i i had some of those critiques um the idea that kanye thinks that he needs to have somebody give him money at this stage in the game like, he, like, you know, he's been on interviews where, like, you know, I need, you know, I'm I'm like Walt Disney. I just need somebody to give me money. And, like, I lost all this money in fashion. Like, nigga, that was a choice that you made. Like, you made an investment because that's what you wanted to do. Like, you asking people to give you X amount of dollars so you can execute your vision and you're a multimillionaire or whatever, I think we've lost Married touch.
1: to another multimillionaire?
0: Yeah, I think we've lost touch with what what this this is. Like when you wanted to learn how to produce whatever, you like stalked no no hyperbole. You stalked no ID.
2: But that's also a very visual artist type attitude. You know, visual artists don't make pieces until they got a sponsor or a patron. You know what I'm saying, or a commission that's willing to come up off some cash for the next. I series. think that's
0: a dangerous um, generalization.
1: I think I'm tired of talking about
2: Kanye. Well, yeah, n- not, not not a lot of them, but not all of them. But a lot—that's how a lot of artists, you know, major artists, you know, work. You know, okay, they, okay. So you're saying cool.
0: established artists.
2: Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, that's
0: okay, how okay. That's that's the clarification I was how, that's looking how for. Lot,
2: that's how a lot of established artists okay. work. That you know, like I'm making this piece because I got this huge commission. You or you know, got a you got to you got a you got gallery. Foundation, you got right, something coming. Gallery. Okay. Right, and so there's there there is this advance money, and I think that you know we're we're past the day where labels are advancing anybody any big money, and certainly nobody's spending any big money on Kanye's Con- 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 project. Because first of all. Nigga, you're not on your meds. We're not even sure you're going to be able to tour. You know what I'm saying? So where's the recoup? And and I feel like, again, you in the wrong lane. Get your ass in a museum lane. Get your ass in a gallery lane.
1: You know, I, I, like, I, I speaking don't, it of great videos, did anybody see This is Nigeria?
0: I saw This is Jamaica. No, I didn't see This is Nigeria.
1: It's great. Check it out.
0: Okay, I'll check it out.
1: It's got, like, you know, representations of the the girls from Boko Haram and... The police, like, shaking people down for money and nice. beating them up and yeah, talking about how there's no electricity and people trying to start up generators. and Yeah. Wait, yeah. I'm
2: confused. So is this to try and counter the whole, oh, no, everything is super first world here narrative that everybody wants to promote?
0: I think they I were just understand. making a rep- from what you're saying. Sounds like just they just represent where they're from.
1: Yeah, it's a, a a better remake than what that white woman did, where she was just like, "Hey, look at me." I think, <laughs> it's just, I think it's just like, oh, "Okay, this is America." You know, these are the things that you're talking about that are problematic. This is Nigeria. This is the shit that oh, we're talking I, about. That's that's problematic here.
0: And to be clear, that this is Jamaica was a spoof. It was, uh, like I I really wish I had not watched it.
1: Thank you. I um, will not watch it.
0: it. It didn't it didn't add anything to my life in watching it. Um,
1: so check it out. I think it's very good. Yeah. So let's get into the guts.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. NFL. Oh, you yeah. talking about this, this, this policy, whatever that, that the NFL Players Union Association rather didn't have any uh, saying or. Um. Uh, okay, so.
1: Stay your monkey ass in, in the, the locker room. room. Or stand and respect the flag Or be
0: fine I I think Chris Long Run
1: uh, nigga run
0: (laughs) I think Chris Long Who is a white male Who plays in the NFL um, Made a very good point He said this is about dollars and cents And quite honestly For those who do not know The reason why the national anthem is played In a lot of major sporting events Is because the Department of Defense Actually funds that That portion so the whole idea that this is all done just because people are super patriotic is not true. It's not what it is. These stadiums and these franchises get money from the Department of Defense contractually to contribute. and just why you see like a lot of like these um, Army Strong and Marine Corps videos and commercials during the actual commercials and all that stuff while you're watching these sporting events. They're because they're trying to attract new recruits and trying to get people into the United States military. So this is not because people are patriotic. This I is mean, because it's dollars. Patriotism in America's
1: bullshit anyway. Well, well, the, the, well it's either about money yeah. or about killing black folks. Yeah, and there's, or about recruiting poor people to come fight in in random ass wars that the government decide to start. Patriotism is bullshit. Well, and patriotism—it's it's always veiled in some way to to convince you to be something other.
0: Yeah. Well, not just that. I I, I, would, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I I I also like to submit that patriotism often is a white experience. Uh, that's how it's viewed. It's very homogenous in that way, in terms of like you know, like in terms of this is how we look at patriotism. And to be honest, again, we've had this conversation before, in terms of. I've seen plenty of live events and I've seen plenty of events, you know, where I'm looking at the TV, where I'm talking about live where I've been there live or I'm looking at the TV and I see people are not like paying attention while the the, the anthem Nobody is playing. Gives a shit. Nobody's shit. stopping to do what, they, you only what they're doing. Nobody give a shit
1: about it because yeah. some black bodies decided to kneel to protest racism and the killing of black people. And so all of a sudden, it's the thing that you give a shit about. It's the thing that you care about, even though you're probably talking or on your phone. No, they're getting or refreshments. Buying beers that's or what buying snacks or you haven't even fucking gotten there yet because yeah. you're running late and parking is shit. Yeah. But you give a fuck. Or if you're watching it at home, you ain't watching for the no, national anthem. You're, yeah. you're still getting snacks. Yeah.
0: That's that's the time. That's the time to get all your shit before the game starts.
2: America is both a country and a religion I for saw white your post people on yeah. and some brown people who buy into that bullshit. And the reality is this is just like church. Motherfuckers talk in church all the goddamn time. All day long, all through the sermon, all through the choir singing, all through everything. But let somebody who you don't like be talking in church or walk in late, you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden it's a problem. And the reality is like all the things you said, you know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers are buying beer, checking their phones, taking pictures, you know what I'm saying? Like standing there, picking their nose, doing all kinds of shit other than actually respecting the flag or thinking about the military, doing any of that bullshit that they be talking about on Facebook or on Fox News. But a bunch of black people was like, well, we don't like your church and we don't like what your church stands for because your church, you know what I'm saying, operates at the expense of the livelihood and, you know what I'm saying, the vitality and, quite frankly, the lives of my community. And so, you know what I'm saying, we're not going to stand when the choir sing. And now all of a sudden everybody mad, even though y'all the same motherfuckers have been talking all through the solo this whole time. So, I mean, you know. America's a religion, and the white people are mad because we're not praying to their God, and that's all that comes down to.
1: So, yeah, NFL is canceled for life. I just, I, I am unable, I'm unable to can with the NFL. But
2: what I hear black people saying on Facebook is fine. I'm not watching the NFL and it's been hard to watch anyway because of the brain injuries. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm done, too. And I feel like for everybody talking about the loss of viewership, you know, the reality is the loss of viewership is on both sides. People just turned off. Mm -hmm. I don't watch football anymore. I stopped watching when the head injury stuff first started coming out because it just became too hard to watch. It's just like, ooh, is that what's going to scramble his brain for the rest of his life? I just, it, it became too hard to watch. And then when you see all the bad behavior of football players and you think about the symptoms that mm-hmm. all these brain injury causes, it, it makes you have to ask. You know what I'm saying? Do they not care about, you know what I'm saying, their players beating women not because nope. they don't care about. No, I don't about, think
1: you even need to ask. I think you wait, already wait, know. Yeah. Wait,
2: but, but 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 is it because they don't care about women or is it because they know that their brains are already scrambled and that if we actually pay attention to this, then we have to pay attention I think it's to a, little a larger bit of both.
1: Problem. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's
0: a little bit of I mean, to be honest, like... Uh,
1: I think it becomes a problem when you kill somebody like Ray Carruth did, and yeah. it's like, oh, man, I ain't got to go to prison. Yeah. But, you know, if you beat her within an inch of her life, but she's still breathing and she still has most of her motor functions, it's like, eh.
0: Now, I mean, going, and, you're
1: gonna be on the field two Sundays,
0: yeah. I mean, and I, I like it, that sounds like a joke, but I think it's also kind of I'm, real. Now, I, I, I know, it was, I know it, was, it sounded like a joke the way you said it, but I, I think it's kind of real in the sense that, I mean, let's be honest, these, these this is something is you talk about religion, football is a religion, and you go to certain regions, like you go to a Texas and you have high school arenas or stadiums, rather, yeah, they're stadiums. where they're like 50,000 seat stadiums. For high school games. And this is a thing. And, like, you know, like, you know, the, we already know the statistics of how likely it is for you to actually make it into the NFL. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I mean, 52 players per team. So, we know there's not a lot of players across the board that are in the NFL. But, You know these people are all hopeful for getting in there, whatever, and they have all these different, you know, all this passion, whatever. And we know that if we have this really great running back and we break him tomorrow, we'll just find another one that's just as passionate. And honestly, this is one of the. I'm a I'm a diehard Washington sports fan. I mean, that's just how I am. I don't like the the name of the Redskins, whatever, but the Redskins have been my team since I was a, 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 a little boy, right? So. I'm just saying, like for me, one of the things that I'll say that was very much of a turnoff for me, and I was already getting frustrated with, I didn't like the way management was treating players that had been doing the things that you're supposed to do. So if you had like for in one particular instance, we had a player named Alfred Morris. He's a running back, Mm -hmm. young dude. Like he got into absolutely zero problems. I mean, this kid came into the NFL. He was drafted in the sixth round. Barely made it into like the NFL um and you know just a really good kid just like stay out of trouble you know what i'm saying like if there was a charity event he was there he was very nice with fans he had prayer sessions with the staff at fedex field every sunday like he, he would hold even flashy court. didn't
1: he drive no like a, he
0: drove a, like a monster 626 that he got from college he didn't got buy a new car and, and he and the other running back that was already on the roster was the same way he and his wife shared a car Mm-hmm. So like, but Alpha Morris came in and he had like a, a Mazda that had 300,000 plus miles on his own bucket, basically. And that's what he drove. And Mazda liked the story so much that they basically refurbished his car. Refurbished. See how that came out? Uh, so like, yeah. So they gave him. And like this kid, like, you know, came through with Robert Griffin III and they proceeded to tear the shit out of the NFL their rookie season. And a lot of people looked at Robert Griffin III like, yo, he's great. And he was great that season. But uh-huh. Alpha Morris put 1,600 yards on the ground. And then they proceeded to then shit on him. So basically, what happens with running backs is, for the first four years of your contract, which is like you know you take a lot of wear and tear. The average NFL career doesn't last more than like four point five years, but That's roughly. NFL. Roughly, yeah, yeah. So like he like basically after four years or whatever, they like he's going to want a new contract. So they're like, okay, they're preemptively trying to get rid of this kid. Although he's right. done everything he's supposed to do. He got better. The only thing that he had a problem with was catching the football and his last two seasons he got better with that and he was consistent with that. So at the end of the year if he's played the way he's supposed to play and he's done all the things he do and the way you justify getting rid of him is he doesn't make as many yards but because you legitimately cut his carries. You now I'm saying and you brought some other kid on who wasn't nearly as good as him just because he was cheaper and you didn't have to pay him, you're playing with people's lives and their livelihood. And you're basically the guy that you want to basically put on front. Like, this is the type of people we want on a team. And you shit on them because it's convenient and because it's, it's, it's about that bottom line. Again, so that's just things I didn't like. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, historically, football franchises across, the, across the, the spectrum do stuff like that. So I just don't like that. And in basketball, at least, you know what I'm saying, you have guaranteed money if you come in at a certain level. You know what I'm saying? So if you don't want me to play on your team anymore, you still going to have to pay me my money. If you didn't like the deal, you shouldn't have made it. huh?
1: Fuck you, pay me. Yeah,
0: like Gilbert Arenas, you know what I'm saying? Like this man retired (laughs) and he was still making money off of the Washington contract for like a year and a half and he wasn't playing not there in basketball. So, I mean, you know, like I, I just think the economics of it, I just think the politics of it in terms of this whole bullshit, in terms of trying to make it something that they knew it wasn't, and running with it. And all this, and on top of that, they let Trump set the table on it. And Trump still of, ain't
1: happy. Trump's still talking about kick them out the country.
0: But, yeah, uh, maybe they shouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, on top of that, Trump is the dude who they didn't fuck with. Remember, he tried to buy an NFL mm-hmm. team. And they didn't want to buy a team. So it's,
1: he, just, it's just so interesting to me that they can enact this policy in a league that's like 70% black.
2: But how are you going 80. to deport people 80. who was born here? Hey, don't,
1: oh, well, don't, don't, oh, well, I don't just get into the
2: specifics. No, of,
1: of I, just, shit, I, I just watched
0: a documentary on this. So not. I mean, it's not that like we don't know, it, but I was just watching something, you know, earlier today on um, Haiti and the Dominican Republic and how they were pulling that stuff off. So, I mean, like, it's not outside of the realm of possibility. You know what I mean? You start, you start doing like, yo, it, Nazi Germany did not happen over the course of like decades. That shit happened real fast motherfuckers is like one day it's like eh you know you're going to wear some stars on your on your clothes and like a, like a couple weeks later like Here's let's the round thing. these motherfuckers up.
1: yeah the shit went with, with hating the Dominican Republic Was black
2: people do own guns and the one thing they not going to do is take our second amendment rights away from us so I mean yeah and they
0: don't have to they can just kill you and say you had that gun on you
2: this is true <laughs> like, like
1: yeah. yeah or even if you, you don't, don't have a gun they yeah. can still can, kill yeah. you and so say you had that gun
0: on yeah, you yeah 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 so like yeah at the end of the day it's it, it's I, I think that the the realization is that, like, you know, in many ways, we actually live in a police state, whether yeah. or not we want to acknowledge it or not. Hell we live yeah. in a police state. Well, it's not necessarily the most sexy thing or popular thing to say.
1: This is America.
0: <laughs> yeah, right.
2: Oh, I forget who it was because it was like months ago, but this guy just wrote a book recently within the last year about um, America being having internal colonies and how black people are the colonists a word you know like we we are the colonized you know what i'm saying we
1: we are we are colonized i'm about to say the
0: colonists really though i mean i mean
2: colonists yes colonists from you know like americans during the revolutionary war kind of standpoint not from the uh you know, colonizer standpoint. standpoint, right? Exactly. You know, we are, we are the colonists, we are the colonized. Yeah, so black people are the colonized, and that basically, you know what I'm saying, America runs little mini colonies, they're called urban ghettos.
0: I mean, well, they started off as 13 colonies, so yeah, I mean, it's boilerplate. Expand that shit. I mean, I mean, we had the, like a conversation, like a microcosm in this conversation earlier. It's funny how things flow that way, but we were just
2: you know, we live in police states. We don't get allocated the same resources. Of course, you know what I'm yeah. Saying? We don't have any of the same rights. We're basically not full citizens.
0: Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what I, I was pretty much saying. <laughs> I was saying I'm gonna I'm gonna behave as an American citizen until somebody like pulls my card and tells me I'm not. But I mean, at the end of the day, like the American dream is not is not something that was built with anybody other than rich white men in mind. We all know this, and we need to stop pretending like it's anything else. The American now,
1: dream is Black folks' nightmare.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, because I am an American citizen and that's on record and that's documented, we know that's the case. uh, My whole point of doing this podcast and existing, um, not my whole point, but uh, while I'm here, I'm going to put pressure on people to fucking honor the shit that y'all said. Like it's the same way you were talking about last week, Christy, when you're talking about like all these people here about the motherland and how great Europe is and all that shit. people wanna find out. Like you keep talking about this America in a dream and I live here, like motherfucker, I want I want access to that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like my taxes are being paid. I ain't committing no crimes. I'm going to work. I'm being a productive citizen. Yeah, I want I want some of that. So that's what this is, you know, yeah. So I feel you. Like the whole NFL thing, I honestly I would I would be disappointed at the NFL's players' associates. I'm not necessarily impressed with Maurice Smith, his name or his or his leadership, because it's a terrible name. Just just be honest, Demorey Smith is just terrible. It's bad. It's just uh. like it's like go one way or the other. Just like you know, Maurice already is black enough, but you have to de Sometimes you gotta add <laughs> the Maurice, and like when you add the 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 oh, oh, anything, Lord, you notice.
2: Know <laughs> Mo is short for Maurice. I have to defend
0: that. I get that. I know a couple Mo's. I get it. Mo is also short for Monique. I get it. Know a couple Monique's. I
1: feel personally violated.
0: Okay. Well, look. Yes, I do. All I had to say. um, I'm not the most impressed. I haven't been heavily impressed with what DeMaurice Smith has done with a lot of uh, his leadership. I feel like he could have been more forceful because at the end of the day, you represent the talent and you represent the product. The owners can't do shit without the actual players to actually go out on that field and perform. That's bottom line. So like you you like have the leverage. Drew
1: Brees and uh, Tom Brady and Gronkowski to go out there and play.
0: Yeah, and, and on top of that, that, that's the whole point of having a union. <laughs> like you have a union. Fuck for your this, union. For this specific reason, if things are not as they should be, then you use the union's powers to actually put pressure on the leadership so the leadership can uphold their end of the bargain. And at the end of the day, it shouldn't be that hard for people to say, like, you know what? Maybe we should all be able to not be afraid when police pull us over. That should be a thing. If somebody has to say that they're scared and they have not done anything criminally wrong, they're scared when the police pull them over just because of the color of their skin, maybe we should be able to have a more advanced and intellectual conversation that we're having right now. Just maybe.
1: Not in this country. I just feel
2: like my response, if I was an NFL player right now, would be to send everybody an email with that little Sterling Brown video in it and be like, you know, see me in the locker room. Miss me with that bullshit.
0: Because they don't care. They don't have to send a Sterling Brown. They can send a Michael Bennett joint where he got a at the Super Bowl. I mean, um, in Vegas. When they like they they pulled him out of a whole bunch of people in the crowd and assumed that he was doing something illegal and they handcuffed him and they threatened to blow his head off. That was on video. And that was after he won the Super Bowl. Uh, you don't have to use Sterling Brown. That's NBA. That's apples and oranges.
1: Wow. Aren't we so lucky to have so many choices from which the NFL players can choose to demonstrate violence towards <laughs> black people. Where
0: well, they can't be seen.
1: Look at America. Let's have a It's silent... already getting great.
0: Yeah. Like, look how we can protest, but you can't actually see us protesting. So what's the point of us protesting?
1: Right. But
0: you know
2: what's so crazy? Not being on the field. Your absence is just as much of a protest as you taking the knee because we know that if you're not on the field that you were going to
1: kneel.
0: But no, that's not necessary. You can say you're getting treatment in the locker room. You don't know what they can say.
1: Right. You're removed from sight. Nobody has to see you being quote unquote offensive. It's like, you know, let's keep the house niggas in the kitchen while everybody's eating dinner.
0: Oh, And we we
1: know y'all are going to bring the food out. And I, in the oh, meantime, no. we need y'all to stay in the back. That's good.
0: Can I just add on to that? So I was I was looking at a friend uh, a friend's um, post, and she was saying that she was she heard a conversation where a bunch of white people mm-hmm. were talking about it, um, you know, about like you know this whole like idea. that they were so happy that this was happening, and they were actually like making faces at her daughter, like like googly eyes, and playing with her daughter. But then they they also went up to Andy. It's like, yeah, we should also make it so like you know they have designations so they don't have to like read their names because who should needs make to make them
1: change their names? Change their names. Who needs to learn how to pronounce those things?
0: Yeah, yeah. And then smiling at her daughter, and so what she said to her daughter who was probably like maybe three, she's like, yeah, see, even when they smile in your face, they they can still hate you. That's 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 heavy.
1: This is a It's
0: real, but it's heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's like you say it's like so it's not even just like you know. This is the issue. Now we gotta add another issue. Now we can't we don't even want to take the time to even like fucking like acknowledge who you are in your name.
2: And then this I mean, again goes
0: back to privilege and
2: You know, on that's a case by case basis, as individuals, I am willing to meet you and get to know you as an individual. But the reality is on some level, you know, I just you know, whiteness wins every time. But
1: that's that's Not how really. like it's been taking a lot of L's
0: people of east
1: asian descent you know no i mean change their or not change their names but say like oh call me jane because people can't pronounce i have a specific name in my head because i saw that so i'm not going to say that person's name or you know Mm -hmm. call me bobby because people can't pronounce Mm Shaolin. or like
0: Mm -hmm. how's
1: it that hard like uzo what is her last name
0: I can't remember, but from Orange is the New Black. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, anyway, she was saying like her mom was like, no, you, you are going, this is going to be your name. And this is the name that you introduce yourself as because this is the name I gave you. Mm-hmm. And people should learn how to pronunciate it. That, how to pronunciate it. They should, you know, take the time to use all of the letters in the name that I gave you. Yeah. And if they don't like it, they shouldn't interact with you. Yeah.
0: I'm actually kind of insisting if people do that like, yeah, but what's your name? Like, you know, like like it's it, something as simple as taking the time to actually talk to. like I'm not I'm not I'm not opposed to like if people like speak a different language, like if they're willing and I feel like they're open, I'll ask them to teach me some of their language. I'm like talking like the that's how I started learning I'm hard lady told me I look like her people. All right, well, tell me something. You come here, you learn our language. Tell me some of yours.
1: I'm very insistent that you don't fuck up my name. It's not difficult, but people want to do it all the time. They want to add M's Amen. and N's and shit in there. Yeah. And just don't. Especially if I'm sending you an email and you see that my name is spelled at the bottom of the email and then you misspell my name.
2: You know how often people misspell my name in the email? And my name
0: is at the bottom of the email, and I got the whitest of white
1: girl names. And I will
0: just be so offended. Hey like, man, people want them to misspell my name. I can't <laughs> that it. Right. Is it L E I like, G H? Like, no. <laughs> no. It's no, because I'm yeah, not an actually, That's not it. Huh? I didn't even I mean, go that far. It's just like, like, how do you spell your name? Is it L E? Is it L I? L-I? Like, no, I'm not Asian. Like, no. What? I've, heard, I've gotten this. Like, how do you spell Bennett? Like, like is, is it one N or two Ns? Or is it two Ts? Like, blah, blah,
1: blah. is there an I in there?
0: I've had eyes. Like, like, how do you traditionally spell Benin? Like, how many Bennett's you noted?
2: Know no, what they're saying is, I just don't know how to spell your name because I didn't get a phonics class. You know. <laughs> you- People who did not get phonics, I just, I feel sorry for them. And I think that we are doing a great disservice by not teaching phonics because that whole language bullshit got people out here just looking crazy and foolish and halfway illiterate because they don't know how to spell basic shit because they don't understand phonics.
0: You just saying that because your generation was hooked
2: on phonics. We were. My generation was not hooked on phonics. I'm older than that. I was taught phonics in grade school. Hooked on phonics works for me. me. It did.
1: I never used that. I'm smart.
2: Um, <laughs> I don't mean, understand how people are taught to read without phonics. Like, nah,
0: my mother was very much sounded out. If I asked out, like, what is like, look it up in the dictionary and sound it out and figure it out. Yeah. That's
1: phonics. I, yeah, I know. English is great. Don't 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 put numbers in front of me. I, I get all discombobulated and confused with with the numbers. Mm-hmm. I, don't I, don't don't I don't speak don't like the Kings, numbers. Numbers. you
0: know. You know how to count coin, though. I do. Yeah, yeah. So count it up. Count it, up. <laughs> <laughs> count it Count it. Count
1: <laughs> Can't take it with yeah, that. But for
0: the you NBA. can't without
1: it. He has been.
0: Shout out Steve Kerr. Yeah. But yeah. well, anyway, so uh, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, uh, he had a
2: good statement.
1: He did.
0: Uh, we also have a statement where we're gonna wrap this up, but keep the conversation going on this side. We thank you so much for your listenership. Thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. Uh, hopefully, the Wednesday releases have been good for y'all, as it has been good for us. We are the usual suspects. I am Lee Bennett the Third, A.K.A. Da Vinci Parks.
2: T. <laughs> <laughs> D- 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 Rich, I hate those faces. What did I do
1: wrong? What? That's I... Christy. <laughs> she knows what she did.
0: What did I do wrong? Did I do something wrong? <laughs> Was I taking too long? Was that I was I was being too
1: Hey, He did. He did. No, he did. I guess. I don't know. What happened? Also, Cam, I'm signing off for Cam.
0: <laughs> Get off my. Did line. I snore or
1: something? What did I- oh. <laughs> this is what she does. You miss it. Every- she does this. Now, like, I catch a lot of them, but sometimes she, catches, just- she does this randomly. But like yeah. this time, she didn't growl. She just made the fake. <laughs> okay.
0: This is now a long sign off. It's not my fault now.
1: It's not your fault. Sorry, I have the giggles today.
0: It's okay. Uh, Chrissy, <laughs> you want to sign off? This
1: is K Savage.
0: Indeed. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We are The Usual Suspects. Again, we thank you so much for your listenership. Please continue to check us out on the website, www.flashbackradio.com. Share us with
1: your friends and your enemies.
0: Yeah, check us out on uh, various podcast streaming places such as uh, SoundCloud and Stitcher and so forth and so on. Uh, Of course, on the website. And yeah, yeah, continue to check us out on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Boom, boom, bong. Stay blessed. Stay woke, one.
1: Yeah, yeah.